0: Welcome to Pretty Style, with your hosts
1: Caitlin, Cut, Gary Martin, and Matt Tupper. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo! boo! A chew. Oh. I just yeah. triggered a sound effect with my toe. That was fucking crazy what you just did. I'm going to have to disinfect the mixer after we record.
0: I mean, I have yet to, nor will I going forward touch it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: I don't know if anyone else is touching that thing, I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, Kevin Anderson sometimes.
0: Well, that makes sense. Yeah. He's handsy in a fine way and not a bad way.
1: Hansy. Oh, Hansy Anderson. Hansy Anderson. Hanserson.
0: <laughs> Hansy Anderson sounds like an old timey thief. Yeah. <laughs> he just stole. He he only stole things that he could grab with his hands.
1: So, Caitlin, how have you been? Good. We haven't put out an episode in a couple weeks.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think we, we, we released that sweet bone con.
1: That that sweet, sweet That's bone sweet, con. Sweet and bone we got con. more bone con coming later this oh month. Oh my god, I
0: cannot wait for you guys to hear the other bone con
1: episode. We are if you're a Patreon subscriber, you will hear me and Caitlin break down an episode of Ghost Adventures. It called really, The Island of the Dolls. It
0: really felt feels like this is what I was actually born to do. Yeah. My actual spiritual calling. You know, my personal belief is that before we enter the earth, we get to choose our life path and we get to choose the challenges that we're going to meet. We get to choose the situations we find ourselves in. And I truly believe uh, in my heart soul that breaking down episodes of Ghost Hunters, specifically the Doll Island episode.
1: Uh, Excuse me. Ghost Adventures. What did I say? Ghost Hunters. Jesus Christ. Come on, Caitlin. Wow. (gasps) Wow. Although kind of we
0: probably should cover Ghost Hunters.
1: Thing. Yeah, we should hit some Ghost Hunters episodes. <laughs> but first, before the Bone Con next week. Before that. We got we got something ripped from the headlines. <sighs> dun, yeah. dun, dun.
0: Yep. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Bum, 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 Coronavirus. We're talking about the Wuhan.
0: Wuhan!
1: Coronavirus. <laughs>
0: you got yourself a
1: good virus there, don't you? Come on down to Wuhan's
0: viruses. Let me tell you what, you get yourself a Wuhan virus, and I'll throw
1: in two cattle, a bag of corn, and some sweet, sweet ale. It's really not a laughing matter. It is, though. We're all going to die. We're not. We're probably not, but I feel like a lot of people might. You said you have a conspiracy theory on what's happening with coronavirus.
0: Okay, well, it's multi-platformed, and I I looked over your notes, and I feel like I have to wait to reveal how I feel about certain things. I don't understandable. Want, I don't want to step on all of your good work.
1: Well, that's understandable.
0: Yeah, because it is good. It's great work, actually. You did so, great. You did great notes here. We, we, I am. I mean, I, the headline here is, of course, I'm not. I, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm not an idiot, and I last night had to like really hold myself back from responding to a couple. Shitty comments on Facebook and Twitter, like, oh, more people die from the flu. It's like, okay, okay, like, I understand that, okay, but that, it's not, we're not having the same conversation.
1: No, no.
0: And I, I know, Adam, that there's no point in trying to explain to someone that they're wrong on Facebook. I should know it's 2020. Yeah,
1: it's a futile pursuit.
0: But in this specific instance, I find it scary that people are being glib about it. Oh yeah. Like that that makes me nervous. That's literally how the virus is spread because people don't take it seriously.
1: Yeah, and we'll we'll also talk about it later, but I find it weird that people are reacting as if China like don't <laughs> get me wrong, China's a very oppressive, awful, terrible government. But quarantining people over this coronavirus That's
0: exactly why we should be terrified because if they're not terrified we should be alarmed. Here's the bottom line. You know, if you're, if you're friends with an alcoholic and you know them and you're like, Hey, this is the friend I know is the alcoholic. Their whole life is a mess. They make bad choices all the time. They're not very healthy. They don't know how to treat the good people in their lives. What a sad person. If that person (laughs) says to you, Hey, uh, I'm an alcoholic (laughs) and I'm going to go work on my shit and I need you to go away for a while while I do that, you should probably take that very seriously. You should go away, yeah. You should go away because you're just, they're just affirming what you've been saying this whole time. Right. Which is, China is a, literally a meat factory. <laughs> it is, like, in, in in a lot of different ways it is, but, like, they, you know, they sell organs on the black market. Like, this is, people joke about it, but it's what goes. So if they're the ones being like, uh, we're gonna take a step back here.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's
0: a problem. That's yeah. a real thing.
1: So, for people at home, let's let's run through what is coronavirus. And right off the bat, Ugh. that's right, coronavirus, not Corona space virus, not the coronavirus. Hang
0: on to your Cerveza, everybody. You're yeah. good. You're yeah. good. All, but there are people.
1: There are there, there are. are
0: people that are dumping out beer because they think it's a virus from c- Corona. Like the Corona beer, do you know this?
1: No, but those people deserve the to corona- lose, They deserve to lose their beer.
0: Yeah, let absolutely. me just—I'll just
1: say that they am yeah, glad they to lost lose their, their beer. beer. Yeah, that's—they definitely don't need more.
0: It's maybe the first instance in human history where stupidity actually worked in our favor, as far as alcohol consumption is concerned.
1: Yeah, coronaviruses are actually a group of viruses. Yes, they are that cause respiratory diseases. In mammals, including humans, which are called humanimals, yeah. uh, scientific. You combine it, hum-min-mals. humanimals. Humanimals.
0: Humanimals. Woo-hoo! Come <laughs> on, man. You get yourself
1: some humanimals! Uh, you get your common colds from coronaviruses, uh, yeah. but there are rarer forms that can cause lethal respiratory infections. A couple examples, sars which is severe acute respiratory syndrome, or MERS, which is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Wow, racist much? Super. Those are both coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. The current outbreak is caused by a version called novel coronavirus, so it's especially annoying because it's, wor- it's working on a book.
0: It's the manic pixie dream girl of all yeah. viruses. <laughs> I'm not like other viruses. I love pizza. I like hanging out with the guys a meat and potatoes kind of girl. That's me. <laughs> I'm the coronavirus, and I am novel.
1: But exactly, calling it novel coronavirus—that's that's boomer shit. That's boring. It's, it's not what it's not what me and me and the cut here are for. I don't no. We are here to be hip and cool.
0: I am the hippest and the coolest, and
1: that's why we, along with the rest of the world, mm-hmm. have taken to calling it Wuhan, Wuhan! coronavirus. And uh, because it started in a market in Wuhan in China, which have you is seen contagion. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah.
0: everyone's watching it. Yeah. I watched that. movie. I was obsessed with that movie for a while. I get on, I've told you this before. I get on loops with movies. Like there's just certain movies that I can't turn off and I'll watch 150 times, which is why I don't mind when my son watches Lion King for the 150th time. I'm like, no, I'm literally wired for this. This is fine. And my husband wants to kill me. Sure. But anyway, uh, uh, there are very few directors that make process films as well as Steven Soderbergh and Martin Scorsese. Like, those are my two... Well, no. Well, and David Fincher. Like, those are the guys. But I like Steven Soderbergh in this sense because it, it, he did such a good job of really, like, putting together all the different pieces of how this happens. Right. And what it looks like when it really happens. And it's it's a very calm, silent progression. Yeah. It doesn't happen like it's not a war. No. There's no like it it just happens. People get and with, sick.
1: With something like this, we'll we'll talk more about this particular detail or aspect later, but we're in a pretty well off country. And that means when something like this happens, as long as you like like if you're in a developed nation, they're gonna be able to get a better handle on it than places that don't have Agreed. those type of facilities or infrastructure or medical care practitioners. So even if fucking millions of people die, there will be a lot of people in the United States who are like, "Oh, yeah, I heard of that." Crazy.
0: Yeah, we'll get to it. I have one there's one hitch to that that I think could pose a very serious problem for us, but well, let's keep talking first. Uh so the... the I mean, that's the fun part. We got to talk about... Oh, yeah. ...what it is. The Wuhan experience!
1: And Wuhan, for the record, is the capital of China's Hubei province. I probably didn't need to tell anyone that.
0: I guarantee you most people didn't know that.
1: Also, the, the market thing is sort of in dispute as to where it started.
0: <sighs> yeah, I know. Listen, guys, if this was really a military-grade <laughs> virus... We wouldn't see death rates similar to the normal flu. We would be. It would actually. We'd we'd be fucked right now in a way that they wouldn't be able to hide. Like right, mili- biochemically engineered viruses make your eyes bleed. They. Like, we're talking about like I don't think people realize like the Black Plague. There were there were instances that they like diary entries that they found where people were exposed to the Black Plague in the morning and were dead by the evening. Right. So this is not this. That's not no. what we're dealing with. And it's no. not like Ebola. It's not.
1: Well, no, because it's it's going to... Like, it causes respiratory infections. So one Which of are the... are treatable. Right. Uh,
0: eye blood is... <laughs> <Right>. Eye bleeding
1: <laughs> is a problem. Eye blood is uh, untreatable and or possibly a miracle. But <laughs> with respiratory illnesses, like, at first you're going to think you have a cold. And that's, that's sort of the problem is... The, the time from exposure to onset of symptoms is anywhere from 2 to 14 days. So, like, one of the, the cases, the U.S. cases we'll talk about, the guy was screened at the airport and didn't have any symptoms. So they were like, oh, yeah, you must be fine. And Then he went home and he got his fucking wife sick, probably got his coworkers sick. Who knows? I
0: know, but I have a friend that got the regular flu this year, and he lost 20 pounds. Like, yeah. the flu this year... Is gnarly. It is, it's yeah. It's really, really gnarly. Anyway. Anyway. I feel like I am so much to say about this that is basically the argument that's in my head about it, so go on. Yeah. Let's talk about the Wuhan experience.
1: Well, people who have it may show no symptoms at all, which is nice, but if there are symptoms, uh, it'll be your fevers, your coughs, your shortness of breaths, your diarrheas. The gang's mm-hmm. all here. hmm As of February 3rd, 2,298 out of 17,486 cases have been marked as severe. Severe infections can lead to pneumonia, kidney failure, and death. As we record this, the death toll is 361 in China and one man in the Philippines. So get the non-severe kind if you can.
0: Solid tip.
1: Yeah. If you're going to get this, get the kind that's not severe.
0: I, Check I, mean, the box. I don't know if you have a way to get to the CDC, but they need to hear this. They well, need They need to hear that.
1: I'm sure they listen. Oh, good point. Like once this pod hits the streets, the CDC's going to listen. They're all
0: over it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got uh, it.
1: One of the concerns here, and it's kind of an expectation, is that this could turn into a pandemic, which uh, we both already knew well in, in advance of this, that that means it's an ongoing epidemic on two or more continents right i don't know how many times just me and you in casual conversation like i'll say pandemic in and you'll follow it up by going oh you mean an ongoing epidemic on two or more continents I, I and mean, i'll say yes caitlin that's exactly what i it's mean
0: literally we texted that earlier
1: yeah i think i yeah, think so yeah hey you know what a pandemic is of course yeah, i do of course i do we just check in keep it fresh.
0: Li- it's an ongoing epidemic that happens on two or
1: more continents yeah Obviously. Right. Right. The problem among many, unlike SARS and MERS, which spread pretty slowly, the coronavirus spreads pretty quickly. So that's a problem. From human to human, like influenza.
0: Yeah. So it's like the flu, but it's not the flu.
1: It's definitely not the flu. This is a quote from Dr. Anthony S. Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. It's very, very transmissible. And it almost certainly is going to be a pandemic. But will it be catastrophic? I don't know.
0: That's not how he said that. Can I do a doctor read of this? Sure. As a person who's been a patient more times than I've not been a patient.
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: It's very, very transmissible. And it is almost certainly going to be a pandemic. But will it be catastrophic? Uh, I don't know. That's a doctor
1: read. Of it. Okay. <laughs> calm everybody down. They don't. Yeah, I don't. don't. Here's the thing. With the number of deaths, I'm not that calmed by the fact that not a lot of deaths have happened because most of them are concentrated in one area, which means if it isn't quarantined that well in that one area, people are probably going to die at that same rate if the outbreak is the same. It's just not the same everywhere else as it is in Wuhan. Where this originated,
0: I know, but it's also a place where you know you're not getting the same kind of care.
1: We don't. We see that's not actually true. We hear Wuhan and think, well, oh well, they I got know where it is. They got fucking meat markets and they're selling wild animals, so it must be this rural shithole. It's like the seventh most populous city in China. It's the most populous city in I know. Uh, I think Central China. I know. I do know that. So it's it's a place people travel to all the time. It's got like, it's an actual city. It's got a population of 11 million. So
0: yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm, i I honestly think that the reason why they've gone to the lengths that they have to quarantine it is because China notoriously lies about its infrastructure. And if they have a real health crisis on their hands, they'll lose everything. <laughs> like, like they they, I mean, they, they genuinely, if, if they start, if they have a situation where their workforce is going down, that... They, it, they do. Yeah. Yeah. But an, one that everybody can track where it's fucking started.
1: That's, yeah.
0: That's not good. <laughs> that's not good.
1: Speaking of that, where did it start? There are kind of two different answers to the question of where it started. The technical answer is that it probably originated in bats. Yes, because they compared uh, this strain of coronavirus to a library of strains of coronaviruses that uh, are on record somewhere at the Museum of Coronavirus, probably, and this strain shares eighty-eight percent of its like makeup makeup with these two other coronaviruses that started in bats that sure. are primarily carried by bats, so. It probably started there, but the the first batch of people who were made sick or who got sick as a result of this were all people who worked or visited the Wanan Seafood Market in Wuhan, China, where a, a variety of wild animals were sold, except no bats. Well,
0: it doesn't matter because if a bat pooped on a piece of fruit and animal ate it then that's all you need
1: yeah well it's that's what's happened is there is yeah. some animal intermediary yeah. that has gotten it from the bats and passed it on to people and we don't know what that is yet there was uh one report that it was snakes which people eat snake totally all the time
0: well the Wuhan market's crazy I mean the night oh, yeah. I knew this before this yeah they were like hey you want dog or you want Snake, you want cat, you want like every yeah. you can eat everything in that. But there's market.
1: also there's a a restaurant by the Santa Monica Airport that has been shut down twice for serving endangered animals. Yeah, uh, and there's also a swing band every Thursday
0: because it's America,
1: ain't that America? So, like I just said, just to be clear, as ignorant Americans, I I feel like people tend to hear things like started in bats and wet markets that sell wild animals and assume this is happening in some isolated village that we can just set on fire if things get too out of hand but now 11 million people in wuhan it's uh, not only the largest city in the province also the most populous city in central china china's seventh most populous so uh it's kind of problematic the the that that place is the ground zero for this outbreak of the 362 people who've died 224 lived in wuhan and because of that a massive quarantine effort is underway people are generally being encouraged to stay indoors and within the city as much as possible people
0: <laughs> wonder what that actually looks like on the
1: ground. yeah I'd stay
0: in as much as pot i would not want to be in wuhan right now
1: uh, pe- that's a
0: bad place to be right now.
1: People who've come into contact with confirmed virus carriers are being sent to centralized Yikes. isolation and observation points. I'm pass on that. And like I, I read a bunch of articles. I don't think I put this particular one in the notes, but we're using military bases here. Like, if you, that's if what you we should
0: fucking do. I'm sorry, but yeah. like you're. Listen. If I have fucking Wuhan, I will go away. Oh yeah. I will go away. What killed me was a couple of years ago there was like a nurse that came from like the center of the Ebola outbreak and she's like, "I'm going to go on a bike ride." And I was like, "Do we need her?" <laughs> like I, I like that's the most selfish shitty thing that
1: you can do. I know someone and I feel like I should qualify this by saying it's not Jeff who was a teacher who was one of those oh i don't call in to work sick types
0: fuck that man and that's went so evil
1: to teach school with swine flu they were sick with swine flu and showed up at the school to teach and everyone was like get the fuck out of here you're gonna kill children that's disgusting and they're like i don't call in sick it's like thanks for being a hero we're all dead now
0: oh this next quote's gnarly
1: yeah this is a fun quote from the order that put the quarantine into place those who refuse to cooperate will be compelled under the law by assisting public security forces. Yikes. In China. Yeah, in China. But even then, I'd be way more bothered if China wasn't quarantining people. Yes. Like...
0: I No, I don't like quarantine have a problem. I'm yeah. sorry. Normally, I'm like love and peace to all. But if you're literally a walking nightmare for everybody, I yeah i wish you the best but stay the fuck away from me and my family and my kids like i don't want i don't care
1: yeah like it's what you have to do in these situations and even then it might not be enough yeah it won't
0: for a while
1: because of that thing where symptoms don't show up right away people are going to get through those quarantines and bad times And so if all of that isn't evidence of enough of how serious this uh, has become in China, they constructed an 1100 bed hospital in 10 days.
0: They went full X-Files.
1: Yeah. Specifically, I didn't watch X-Files that much. I don't get that reference. It's in the movie. Mm.
0: They, they aliens crashed. I probably was
1: drunk when I went to that. You would like that, the first movie. I'm sure I've seen it. You, I just don't remember it. Yeah,
0: they they'd like build a whole like army base slash hospital overnight on a baseball field.
1: Yeah. And that's or kind it's of, in
0: a field and then when they go away, there's suddenly a baseball field. Do you know ooh, what I'm saying?
1: Like field of dreams.
0: Yeah, except if you build it, they will come, build everything, go away, and then just build you a baseball document. <laughs> <That's, laughs>
1: hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh yeah, they built an eleven hundred bed hospital in ten days specifically for coronavirus patients. Construction began on January twenty fourth with a crew of seven thousand people working around the clock China. to get it done.
0: China people.
1: Live video of the construction was carried by uh Chinese state media. They also showed a video of several workers who said they slept only two hours in three days while completing the construction. Oops. Yowza. Even crazier, a second hospital with 1,300 beds is expected to be ready later this week.
0: It's going to be interesting on the other side of this. When people see how fast the military and and certain government infrastructures hop to it and make things happen when they absolutely have to. Yeah. Because this is a situation where they have to. Right. And it's going to make everybody think about a lot of other things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's
0: all I'm going to say.
1: Like, why why can't you put up other buildings this fast?
0: Or what, what about mean? Puerto Rico? Anyway. whoa, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, like it's That's a whole well, thing. Well, this is the beginning of my... Consp- the, it's not even conspiratorial, but I have a whole societal comment about this, and I'll get to it in a minute. But, the, yeah. they People are going to be like, wait, what? Yeah. When they see how fast things like this can be
1: mobilized. yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to hard to deal with. It's going to be. Yeah. I mean, people will probably be taken aback by it. That's but, why the
0: whole wall cracks me up, because it's like if anybody took this wall even halfway seriously, the thing would be rocking and rolling and things just
1: keep happening to that wall. Well, we've been building detention centers. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Along
1: the border instead. And those are going up mighty fast. Yep. They, there have also been hundreds of doctors and medical personnel that have been drafted in from China's military to treat patients at the hospitals. 1,400, in fact. Many of them have worked in the past to treat SARS and Ebola virus.
0: Hey, kids, if you're listening at home and you want to pursue a career that will be indispensable in the future, you should just go ahead and become a virus expert because yeah. we are always going to need you. Yeah. And nobody, and people will protect you Like you were the Queen of England, because they don't need the Queen of England. They need you.
1: They need you. Another sign of how serious this is, China has shut down all businesses except those that are absolutely mandatory for everyday life, like utilities, pharmacies, and supermarkets.
0: Just the places where these viruses are definitely being spread versus everywhere else.
1: Uh, Sorry,
0: I don't... Yeah,
1: The order is in place until February 10th. And it even includes major corporations like Apple, GM, IKEA, and Starbucks. But also, China has laws that require employers of a certain size to pay employees for idle time. And they've required some companies to pay people working from home double. Which is great if you work for a major company. But if you're in China right now and say you're an upstart young podcast network and (laughs) they don't want you bringing hosts in and out of your studio nicks nicks you can't be in business anymore and so what's happening is a lot of these people in china who have small to medium-sized businesses one of the people they interviewed in this new york times article that we'll link to uh he's a chicken farmer and he he can't sell his chickens on the open market
0: i don't want those chickens either because of
1: this ban i'm sorry and even if he could the places he goes to to get feed for his chickens also have been ordered to shut down. Yeah, so people are going to lose everything over this.
0: Yeah, that's what a pandemic is, and it's yeah. nobody's fault. <laughs>
1: like, no, I, this
0: is one of those things where it's like, yeah, shit gets really bad.
1: Yeah, and go go
0: watch Ken Burns' The Dust Bowl. <laughs> it's not good.
1: Yeah, no shit.
0: There, I mean, we're this is this is what happens when mother nature fucks you in the ass like this is this is what it actually looks like yeah. all these other things these weird chess pl- games at all these nations none of it compares to what happens when shit like this actually goes down
1: yeah and it's like according to vice premier liu he which is uh, he's china's economic czar he has repeatedly said that small to medium-sized business owners contribute more than half of china's tax revenues 60 percent of its economic output and nearly three quarters of its technological innovation. And so when you're when you're talking numbers like that, that's not bad for China. That's bad for the world. Like yeah. we're all gonna feel a little bit of that hit. Oh yeah. And when it gets here, we're gonna feel it worse.
0: I, I don't think it's gonna come here the way it's happening. I I'll get to it in a
1: second. I mean, yeah, I mean it probably won't, but because we're the United States, but right. it's uh it's still Still concerning.
0: Oh, it's fucking horrifying for other people. Yeah, but what we and have... And possibly me and other people with compromised immune systems. Here's, But I can look beyond myself.
1: Here's what we have going for us in the United States. Caitlin, have you ever played the game Plague Incorporated?
0: Nope, but you and I need to.
1: I play it all the time. It's a, it's. I would argue it is the best smartphone game. And the way Plague Incorporated works, you play as a virus or plague of some sort and your job is to eradicate humanity and you start your virus in one country and as you mutate your virus and give it different abilities the world starts fighting back in different ways and in that game it's really easy to like wipe out afghanistan like you introduce a gnarly virus to afghanistan everyone's dying but when you get it to the united states it takes some work to start spreading it because we have the medical resources to fight yep. something like this. Yep. Uh the concern there is viruses do mutate and they do change. And if something like this became airborne, what well, is a- re- it? It is it is it's, airborne. It's airborne but it's like person to person. It's not like just in the fucking air. Like you have to have close personal contact oh, I see with mean. these people.
0: Yeah, but Those kinds of, I mean, if that's where we're headed, that's where we're headed. I, I, this is the thing. Like, there's no point in being worried about that until it happens. That's why I did the reading of that doctor thing because it's like, don't put energy into that because if it doesn't happen, you're not putting energy in the areas that like should very well and do need your energy.
1: Yeah, I, I think. I mean, we'll just have to. It's so early on. We'll have to see if it does actually manage to spread in the United States. Because it is It's gonna.
0: I mean, it's a two week incubi- it's up to a two week incubation period. So, you know, people travel in and out of China for business all the time and someone's got it and somebody's kid has it and we'll see it.
1: Yeah. There's 11 cases right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's going to spread a little bit the
1: United States.
0: Yeah. I have I have okay, do you want to hear my base concern? I sure do. This is why it's really important to not make people who are poor feel like they can't trust the government because what happens with things like this is, let's say a place like Wilmington, and if you're not from California, I'll tell you what Wilmington is. Wilmington is a very, very, very low income area that is literally right between Adam and I that wraps around the port of Long Beach. Yeah. So here you have Quite literally, things coming in from China and docking and you've got people of all sorts of, no, it's not even all sorts. It's low to lowest income in socioeconomic terms, which then, of course, can mean undocumented individuals who have chosen to try to build a life here in America. And if they get sick, they then have to weigh the risk of going to the hospital and getting deported or just riding it out. That is how this shit spreads. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big concern that I have right now is there are pockets of society all over America right now that, I mean, look, if some ritzy guy from China gets his ritzy wife sick, it's we're okay. I mean, realistically, the people traveling back and forth to China have means. <laughs> you're, not, right. you're not like <clears throat> taking a weekend in China. Like, it's not happening that way. Right. So as long as this disease, this virus doesn't get into pockets of society where they will not report the fact that they're sick. We get it. We. I'm more. I'm more concerned about societal unrest with this in this in this scenario than I am about the virus itself.
1: Right. My. That's, that's my concern. My concern, as it would relate to undocumented workers in this country and this particular uh, strain of coronavirus, is as opposed to it infecting someone who doesn't want to go to the doctor. Oh, uh, what if it infects a bunch of people in those detention centers that have notoriously lax medical standards? Yeah, of course. A lot of people are going to fucking die. Yeah, yeah. If that happens. Yeah, that's and true. I don't know how broken up most of America would be about that. And that's uh that's uh, a fucking shame.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I have I think about those detention centers every day. Um, There's lots
1: of kids in those detention centers. That's what I think
0: about that. that These kids didn't ask for any of this shit. So, um, but I mean, it's part and parcel to what I'm talking about. I mean, it, this is the primary concern and you know, unfortunately it's always been, you know, people that are the most vulnerable that, and, and this is the thing. It's like instances like this show because, Okay. Things like pandemics are very isolating global events in the sense that countries get to a place where in certain ways, they really do have to fend for themselves and figure out how they're going to make it happen. Like they just genuinely like, that's what we're talking about. Like, you know, for example, if you're concerned about this, but you also just Ubered somewhere, then you're not really concerned about this. You're not really thinking if you are Ubering to make money on the side and you're saying you're concerned about this, then you're not really concerned about this. If you order from Postmates and (laughs) you, yeah, no, no, no. Well, but
1: Like being an Uber driver, like in that case, it's like, if it's your livelihood,
0: but that's, so this is what I'm saying though. Well, okay. But it's like back to the China thing. Like we're talking about, this is reality. Like if we're talking about a pandemic, you know, we can't pick and choose here. Like this is what this is, or we're going to hope for the best. But I don't see the point in walking around completely racked with anxiety. Well,
1: yeah, I don't think that's the point of the podcast.
0: No, 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 no. I just, this is what I'm seeing on social media. It's like this weird, like, pendulum between what are you fucking worried about to, like,
1: Aah! it's like, well, it's, okay, like, this is. It's going from what are you fucking worried about to Aah! to fucking racist is a lot of what's happening. Yeah. On the internet. It's always right what happens. Now.
0: That's what everything happens on yeah. the
1: internet. That's how it goes. How is that new? And that's like that's one of the scary things about this to me is it's just another divide that they can drive in between Americans and immigrants and in this case it's immigrants from China. But the thing about it like there's 11 cases right now. Right. And they're all people who visited this Exactly. area. Exactly. So as long as we can catch all of those people coming back in through the country, yeah. then it should be okay. I agree. But, uh, but that's what I'm, I mean. As long as it
0: doesn't get into a population that feels scared to say that they're not healthy, like that's that's the thing that drives me crazy about this. It's like this, it's like an Earl Burroughs thing, you know? It's like you make people afraid, you make people feel like they want to hide. Well, here's the social ramifications behind that kind of fear like it puts everybody at risk yeah nobody thinks about this shit and drives me crazy it's like okay you're okay you're a crazy racist fuck i can't do anything about that not
1: you adam the the
0: crazy you've tried
1: caitlin i know i'm i just refuse i'm like leonard skinner god knows i can't change i
0: know all right, I can't get you back from there. Right. And ironically, you seem to think that all your weird racist ramblings have something to do with your brilliant ability to critically think. Yes. And yet, you do not see how making people afraid of going to the doctor and going to go to deal with policemen and paramedics and things like this, you don't think that that in any way could backfire in a situation where a bat shits on a fruit eaten by a pig and then people are eating, you know, pork belly and then we're all dead.
1: Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... That's that's what drives me
0: crazy. It's like, see, you're not smart, I told you. Yeah. I told you.
1: Yeah, there's just uh, kind of fostering an environment of fear is never good in in any any situation. In
0: any place.
1: And uh, it it, uh, holds true with this, too. On the bright side, you're not going to get coronavirus from packages shipped from China. Great. Another thing, which... When I saw this headline, and we'll link to all of these, this is an NPR article. When I first saw the headline, I was like, "Who's asking that silly question?" But again, vet- yeah. veteran of the plague incorporated wars here talking. Yeah. So, so, you. so I know you know that a virus can't spread that way. No, because these were were the the reason they're passing from person to person and only in close contact is because a virus is a very fragile thing that needs very specific conditions to live. And the outside of your fucking Amazon package in a shipping container coming from China for two weeks is not ideal conditions for the virus to spread. So I do actually understand people having that concern because we're not right, all fucking it, virologists it, yeah, like it's me. It's
0: scary. Well, like, yeah, not yeah, everybody's like you. Like,
1: not everyone has put in the time, the plague incorporated hours that I, I have the board game.
0: I can for see fuck's that. Sake. I can see that. Okay?
1: I've never played it because it's on my phone. Why do I need to play the board game? No, but game? you're a
0: supporter. But
1: thank you, Endemic Creations, for sending us that. Yeah, thank you. We mention it on the podcast all the time. We've just never played it.
0: It's Adam's favorite thing.
1: It's my favorite. I will never give it away but who knows if I'll ever play it but wow. I love Plague Incorporated and yeah what if
0: we live streamed you and I playing the board game is that we should would anybody want
1: oh yeah to watch that Tom and Tom and Dave over at Gamefully Unemployed they do stuff like that on their Patreon all the time and people tune in all right we should do that you'd be surprised yeah I would play it
0: I don't typically like board games but I feel like you wouldn't make me play an annoying one
1: yeah Plague Incorporated's fun like the the phone game, and you do like I would almost recommend people go play it if you're <laughs> you worried are, about you are this,
0: standing so hard and, for this.
1: well, here's the thing. get in there and try to spread some fucking viruses around the world, and you'll see how hard it's hard it really is. and it I feel like it could actually give people some comfort s- sense of security like and comfort because, yeah, you can wipe out Madagascar, but here's the thing, taking down the USA. And even, like, South Korea is going to be really fucking tough. Anyway, uh, like I said, people are getting... Play,
0: play Plague Inc.
1: Play Plague Incorporated and don't be a racist fuck. Because oh,
0: that's a good tip.
1: That's what's happening a lot. It's happening... I know this is going to catch you off guard because they're so nice. Oh. But uh, it's happening a lot in Canada right now. Canada is being especially racist about this
0: are they that nice because every canadian i know is a white person so yeah
1: they're not i i talk about this all the time canada's but
0: is there anywhere not why do we want nobody's nice no one where are we waiting for this like weird fucking like garden of eden country where everybody's nice that doesn't exist
1: i think canada spreads that rumor more than we do because they don't do anything right except kill indigenous people whoops so One example, there's a restaurant in Ontario, Canada. Sure. Called Wuhan Noodles 1950. Wuhan!
0: Wuhan Noodles (laughs) 1950 sounds way racist.
1: And one of the things that happened, a video surfaced on January 27th on Instagram. Cool. That showed a customer walking to this restaurant, and the caption said, the Wuhan virus has spread to Markham. And with that, the racists were off to the races. And the
0: racist races. Yes. Mm.
1: And this restaurant was featured in another post on an Instagram page Mm -hmm. called six buzz that has 1.4 million followers in Canada, including Drake. And they spread uh, they've spread actually a couple of quasi racist memes about this place, about the place, that place place in particular. And but it's not just that place like. At this point in Canada, I
0: don't even know how people have time to be this kind of
1: what are they doing? Because some people that's their business is just causing racist. Yeah. And causing shit online. And that's kind of what's happening with this shit in Canada and in the United States, I'm sure to plenty (sighs) extent. But uh, what a bunch of dinks. There's also a video circulating of a woman eating a bat. And people are like, look, this is happening in Wuhan. It's actually uh, not. It's on the island of Palau, and it was filmed for a travel show in okay, 2016. Listen, if
0: you've eaten a hot dog, I don't want to hear anybody complaining yeah. about eating a whole normal animal that's the, just the animal. If
1: you've eaten a banquet pot pie, you've rolled the dice yeah, as well.
0: I, I don't, if you've eaten especially, and I think they're delicious. But if you have eaten the tacos at Jack in the Box, mm. I don't want to hear from you about mysterious yeah. meat or, yeah. or a non-traditional food choices.
1: Yeah, you're eating a taco with a slice of American cheese on it. You Go fuck yourself. Get out of your own way.
0: Uh, you know, I bet they are the KFC Bowl people.
1: Probably. Yeah, I, I couldn't ever do it. They got the good mac and, er, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy at KFC. That I gravy?
0: I, no, the gravy's awesome. Yeah. I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that individually. I feel like you're attacking
1: the gravy right now.
0: Okay, I didn't mean to come off that way because the gravy's really, really good. Although I will okay. say I miss the Boston Market gravy more. Mm. I love the Boston
1: Market gravy.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, whatever.
1: Hey, speaking of food. Whatever floats your gravy boat. Caitlin! <laughs> Because, like, whatever floats your boat, but you say right, gravy boat. Right.
0: yes, yes, yes. I get, get it. it. Yes.
1: I bet people listening didn't. Nope. But I got it.
0: But the good thing is, you did the thing that everyone should do when someone tells a joke.
1: I explained it back. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You write them, I explain them. God, that's our whole shtick. We're a team now. We're a
0: fucking team.
1: Hey, speaking of food. <sighs> yeah. One weird side effect of this. I really want to try Wuhan noodles now. I looked it up it's, it's a dish called hot dry noodles Oh and hell yeah. they sound fucking delicious.
0: Are they like, is it like a curry almost?
1: Well, they're, uh, I'm going to explain this wrong, but right. if Love I, it. if I recall from what I read correctly, they're first, uh, cooked in boiling water and sesame oil Oh, and then they're drained and then cooked in boiling water and sesame oil again and then drained and And then there's this sauce that goes on top that's like chili and coriander. What? And they have beef on them. And there is one place I found in the San Gabriel Valley that serves them, which if you're not from L.A., uh, Mecca for Chinese food.
0: Yeah, we all know that. The
1: San Gabriel Valley. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to try some goddamn Wuhan noodles this weekend. This virus isn't scaring me off from an obscure delicacy. Got to
0: gram that. I will. I'm gonna do it.
1: Uh so yeah, look those up. They look delicious. I think I've had
0: them before, but they were called something different.
1: Well, I talked to uh my pal Zach Johnston, who is a food writer for yeah. Uprocks. That guy's yeah, great.
0: I love that guy.
1: And uh he's had them before, and there's another version that's made with lamb instead of beef.
0: Oh, I freaking love lamb. Yeah, oh, I, we gotta man. get some hot
1: dry noodles in our life. We
0: need to get a Adam, you and I need to go to an actual meal together.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should do that sometime. I
0: don't think we've ever done? We've always just eaten in your apartment. Seriously, yeah. except for the one time we got fried chicken in Burbank.
1: Oh, that's right. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. one
0: time you and I.
1: Fucking shout out to Gus's. Gus's rules. You might. You probably have a Gus's in your area. I hope so. Go. God. it's so good so good We
0: gotta go there we gotta go to rouse that's well, we have to go to rouse first we
1: gotta go to rouse mate what if we take our hot dry noodles to rouse they'll be fine with it ask them to hit it with some marinara let's do it
0: i'm sure it's like a cork fee or something right yeah, like, they yeah. Care. something
1: like that yeah byo and no <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. probably probably not
0: no yeah so-, so people got dumb and racist about awesome food yeah, well, they're lost. They can go back and eat their weird
1: bullshit. And it, do, it does suck because this company has lost, or this business has lost like two-thirds of their customers over this. Just We
0: got to figure out a way.
1: Just because they it's got okay. Wuhan in their name. That sucks, though. It does.
0: That, like, you, you would know, like, Bad the day time. that you read that headline, you're like,
1: oh, shit. Yeah, it'd be like if you ran, like, Hitler Donuts in 1934. Yeah. <laughs> and you open the paper one day and you're like, oh, no.
0: Oh man, <laughs>
1: Hitler donuts!
0: <laughs> it was a family name.
1: <laughs> so I think that's a sewed. That's a good sewed. We're 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 probably going to be fine here in the United States. Uh,
0: Here's what I'll. This is my humble request for out, for everybody listening to Pretty Scary. Just wash your goddamn hands with soap and water. Your weird little uh, gels. Do not compare to actually washing your hands. There is science.
1: And here's the thing. Wash your hands. Sing happy birthday to yourself while you're doing it. That is that's, the yes. appropriate amount of time to wash your hands.
0: Yeah, that's that's how surgeons wash their hands. Yeah. So there you go.
1: I even tack on the uh, how old are you now verse when I'm yeah. hitting my hands, especially after a poop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you got to fucking get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been down there now.
0: Here's the other thing. If you're sick, please stay the fuck home.
1: Don't be a hero. You, you're,
0: but you're not a hero. Hear this in my in your head. If you do, everybody hates you. Nobody likes you. If you go to work sick, nobody likes you.
1: You can never get that through those people's heads, though. To them, do you know how
0: I do it. I make people feel like the biggest assholes when they come to work sick.
1: Yeah, you gotta. Like,
0: yeah. And start doing that. If somebody comes to work sick, make them feel bad about it.
1: Yeah. Make them feel worse. Let's they should. Start.
0: If, if there's one shaming cycle, we can start with this podcast. It would have a positive effect. If somebody comes to work sick, make them feel like the garbage heap that they are because they're going to get you sick. They're going to get somebody else sick. And I guarantee that if the person that showed up to work sick is hanging out, they're not washing their fucking hands. They're not the hand washer.
1: No, they have no regard for germs in their life at all.
0: They don't care about you or your children or your future children. Yeah. Just fucking stay home if you're sick.
1: Stay the fuck home if you are sick. Do not come record a podcast with me if you are sick.
0: Think about it this way. Every single person that you see sick is sick because someone got them sick. Right. Nobody ever thinks about it this way, but it's a fucking fact.
1: Don't be that person. Yeah. Don't get people sick.
0: It's like forest fires, except for human souls.
1: Right. <laughs> souls. Souls. Don't get my soul sick.
0: Ew, don't get my soul sick. I'm over here trying to enjoy Wuhan's.
1: Wuhan noodles.
0: Wuhan noodles. Spicy. Salty.
1: Made with pure beef. Oh, they look so fucking good.
0: I'm, I don't even know what they look like, and I think they look good.
1: They're, oh. Just Google hot, dry noodles i don't
0: have to i can see it you described it so well i
1: even put a put a little link here in the notes look at these things
0: i'm wondering if this
1: oh hell yeah yeah look at that yeah that looks great i'm gonna eat that with my mouth yeah you should i'm gonna get some some sticks
0: adam don't eat it with anything
1: else i know how to use some sticks i don't you don't no go out and eat some wuhan noodles
0: (sighs) yeah eat some fucking wuhan noodles
1: they're not gonna make you sick Don't be a racist fuck just because there's an outbreak in China. Stay inside, you sick fuck. Don't make people sick and don't be a dick. And wash your goddamn hands. Wash your fucking hands all the time. It's a good episode. This was a very good episode.
0: (laughs) We're saving the world.
1: Wash your fucking hands.
0: Shame sick people in the workplace.
1: Yes. Yes. Shame them just take tell them we sent you take pictures of them and send it to their employer which is your employer so it'll be very easy to find them and dox them for if being I, showing up to work sick
0: if I ever own a business I'm gonna like create like a photo booth at work like a pop-up like an activation thing and it's just gonna be like a thing that somebody can hold up hold up to their face that just says I came to work sick and I'm gonna yeah. take pictures of people yeah so they don't forget that everyone will be We'll get point and laugh.
1: Don't show up here with the sniffles, Debbie.
0: No, Debbie, you're going to go on the sick wall.
1: You're going on the sick wall. Gonna go on you're going to take wall. the sick walk to the sick wall. Fuck yeah. We did it. We did it. We, we solved coronavirus. Everyone just be nice and wash your hands.
0: Well, luckily the CDC listens to this. So Of
1: course. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Just Hey, check out our new Bone Con episode. Check out the Bone Con next week. <sighs> Subscribe yeah. on Patreon. Keep help us it help us keep the lights on.
0: Worth it.
1: It's uh it's gonna be a doozy. We're talking about Zach Baggin's traveling to Doll Island. Island.
0: Real place.
1: Real pl- terrifying place that I would not want to visit. Stupid place. I still wouldn't want to go there just because it's in the jungle. Oh man, there's so many things about that. But we'll get to it next week. In the meantime, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, we're gone, Caitlin. Oh. Say goodbye. Hey bye everybody. Goodbye everybody. We love you. Bye there.